Good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this Hacking the Red Circle conversation, where we talk to people in the TEDx world you'll want to know better. The show is designed to learn what it takes to produce, organize, promote, and create a world-class event. If you're an experienced organizer, you'll get some great tips. Veteran organizers share lessons they've learned so that first-timers can avoid common missteps. There are hundreds of amazing people in the TEDx universe, and we talk to a lot of them. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. We produce Hacking the Red Circle every week. You'll want to subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Now, on with the show. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the show. I am so excited. I've got Ingrid Tamanovitz, who is the licensee and first-year organizer, uh, actually official organizer, at TEDx Canberra. And I know I'm saying that wrong. So tell us, say it in Australian for us, please. <laughs> say it in Australian. Canberra. Canberra. There you go. Canberra. Yeah, Canberra. Okay. I, I'm going to get, I'm, you know, the thing about this show is I'm learning how to say TEDx city name in about as many different dialects and languages as you could imagine. It is, it is fantastic. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us and, and telling us a, a bit about what makes your show unique. And, and this is your first year, but it's not your first TEDx. Uh, so it's my first year as licensee, but my uh, fifth year now as an organizer. Oh, how, now how did what was your first taste of TED? So I went to my first TEDx Canberra in 2012 and thought it was the best thing I'd ever experienced. <sighs> and at some stage, um, Steve Collins, who who was then the licensee. Uh, was on stage and he said, and we're all volunteers who organise this and if you're interested right. in getting involved, you know, please get in touch. And I was like, oh, I have to get involved in this. this is, I've got to be a part of it. It's the best thing ever. Um, so I joined the team. <laughs> it's, it's, it is often the way. I joined the team the following year as um, the speaker curator. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, so uh, working on worked on a few events with them um, as speaker curator and then two years ago stepped into the kind of, I don't know, executive producer slash co-organiser role. And then uh, the end of last year, Steve decided to uh, really focus on his on his business and doing uh, some doing some other things. Um, so he stepped away from the licensee role and I have stepped in. And when is your event this year? So we've, we're doing a couple of salons. We've, we just ran a salon two weeks ago and we've got another one coming up at the beginning of June. But our main conference is on the 16th of September. Got it. And um, how many people are on your team? Oh, uh, gosh. I've got a core crew of about a dozen and then probably another sort of five or six people who do stuff for us throughout the year. And then on the day, our um, our volunteer crew really grows out to about 50. How, how many attendees? So, <laughs> and I, I laugh because you we, laugh, we've decided so. to... 
we've we've taken the plunge this year. So the last few years we've been in a venue that had a capacity of six hundred and seventy five odd people. Yeah. And they've been saying to us for a couple of years, you should go into our big theatre. You should go into our big theatre. And this year we've decided to take the plunge and do it, so we're going up to twelve hundred. Wow, she said, "You uh, listener, you should be looking at her face right now." But you're going to be great because I'm going to guess that your past events have sold out in what twenty four hours. Uh, our la- last year we did, and we had um, I think over five hundred people who bothered to go on the wait list. So that. Was the thing that said to us, "Okay, now's now's the time to right. go into the bigger venue." Yeah. How many? Um, I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I've had a chance to talk to TEDx Wellington, and they talked about the Aussie uh, organizer group. And you know, there's a mm-hmm. there's a pretty big community. How many TEDx's have you been to there in Australia? Oh, gee, I've been to three other ones here, and I've also been to one in New Zealand, so I went to Christchurch a couple of years back. Oh, you did? Um, yeah, yeah. The and um, I'm going to... You're going to... Oh, I was just going to say, and I'm going to go to another uh, two TEDx's this year. So I'm going to TEDx Sydney for the first time, oh. and I'm also going to go to TEDx South Bank in uh, Brisbane, which oh. I'm really excited about. South Bank. Now, what's the one that's in Antarctica? That's that was Scott Base. Scott Base. So I I got it, the S and the B right, but it was completely different. So. The Sydney event <laughs> is um, is one that's on uh, many people's bucket list of uh, TEDx's yeah. they'd like to go to. We are fortunate with TEDx Santa Barbara to have our marketing partner splits their time between Santa Barbara and Sydney. And members of her crew run the social media for TEDx Sydney. So we have a little dotted line over to that group and we get to hear all the great stories of things they do. And I just, I oh, really cool. want to go. I really want to go. What, what is it oh. now that you're, how are we going to know that you've put your fingerprints on the event this year? What, what do you do to make it uniquely your own or uniquely that of the, the capital? Okay. Um, I think the thing we're doing this year that's really different is um, we've always had four sessions of speakers. This year we're having three sessions of speakers. And then the first part of the day we're going to dedicate to a kind of, and we don't know what we're going to call it yet, but we're dedicating that to a kind of um, innovation showcase. So one of the things about Canberra is that it's full of just the most amazing people doing the most amazing things and yet not a lot of us know about what's going on in our own backyard. And I think that's kind of a byproduct of the fact that we are the nation's capital. So our news cycle and a lot of what happens here gets driven by, it's driven by politics and the business of government, which kind of leads people to have this, 
this misperception about Canberra as, well, that's all that happens here, when in fact we have this incredibly vibrant, incredibly creative and active community of innovators and entrepreneurs, and we really want to use our event to showcase that. Mm. Um, Firstly, because we're all about ideas worth spreading and this town is full of them. Yes. Um, But secondly, because we've we've decided for ourselves that one of the things we want to be part of is i guess changing the narrative about our city as this place where oh. you know nothing ever happens unless it's to do with government or the public service which is which is not true i um th- that exact piece of finding those voices that don't have a stage Right? How how are we going to get them? I I don't tell people that that's what we're looking for, except our team, and I call it hidden gems. Like who is that person you may have met at a dinner party or a cocktail party, or someone who's moved here, who you know is just not on anybody's radar, right? That so that I I love that. Um, Oh, me too. It's the best. And what what I love the most is when. Uh, like I'll meet somebody or someone on the team will meet somebody and we'll go, wow, what an amazing mm. person, what an interesting person. And we'll approach them and we'll say, we think you'd you'd have a really great talk to, to give at our event. And they're like, me? Really? Mm. No, mm. I'm not interesting. I'm not doing anything special <laughs> or different. And you're like, oh, yes, yes you, you are. are. And it's it's helping them see that too. It's, right. That's the best bit. We call those the reluctant <laughs> speakers. Right. There's the ones yeah. who who send you all the reasons you should have them on the stage. And those are all the reasons you should not have them on your stage. And then there's mm. those ones that you go and find and you say, oh, this is going to be delicious and mm. the audience is going to yeah. love it. Right. You just you just know. Um, yeah. So if I were to give you six words and say which one of these is your superpower, I'd like you to pick one and knowing full well mm-hmm that you have to do, be good at all of them. But one of them is your gift, organizing, collaborating, producing, marketing, curating, partnering. Collaborating. Collaborating. It's, it's definitely collaborating. How, what does that look like to you? Um, so I think it's it's collaborating and connecting. So I, I worked out a while ago that one of one of my strengths, one of my abilities in life is seeing connections. So I'll meet a person and I'll think, oh, I need to introduce this person mm. to this person mm. Mm. because they could do mm. amazing stuff together. Mm. Or I'll see some an opportunity that exists that maybe other people Mm. can't see or they can't see how it might apply. Um, so I, I'd say it's definitely collaborating, but like any strength or like all the strengths we have, you know, any strength overplayed becomes a, a weakness. So it's it's one of the things I have to be a little bit careful about as well because I can get a bit excited and, you know, overcommit. And, and, oh, come on, you know, you're a Tedster. That's okay. Things. You're allowed, you know, you're allowed. <laughs> There's no such thing, right? You're allowed. I think that... Isn't that a gift that you give both people when you see something in them that they may not see? And you said, Oh, you've got to meet my friend. And whether it's 
just because it would be social, but there's the other time when you hear someone struggling and you say, oh, I, you need to talk to so-and-so. And because you live in this place where worlds collide, right? The, the TED world is this, so, there's so much diversity. You're mm. in this unique position to meet all of these different people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spot on. I, 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 I love that part. I'm, um, you know, in our town, people will say that about me. It's like, you know, the, that connecting, but Malcolm Gladwell talks about connectors, right? So there's, yes. and, and I think it's, it's not just that you know people, it's that you have taken the time to know about them and you mm. are listening to them and you're paying attention and it's truly a gift that you give them. To say, oh, I, you have to meet this person, right? Whether what for whatever that reason is, and and sometimes they'll say, I don't, I don't know what it is. I just know you're you two are going to get along great. And then they come back and go, oh my yes. god, thank you so much. That was just perfect, and I love it. So, yeah, you've yeah. been doing this now fifth year. Um, are there any surprises left for you? I think there are always surprises. I guess, um, you know, I'm always surprised by, by people. I'm always surprised by the way, uh, the way things turn out. And even things like, you know, you might have a a particular talk. Um, and I remember a few years ago, you know, we had a talk on our stage that, um, I just didn't connect with it. You know, me mm. personally, I was like, eh, yeah, nah, that's okay, I suppose. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, but it wasn't, it didn't really, I just didn't, you know, I wasn't caught by it. I wasn't captured by it. Um, and then later in the day, I was chatting to one of our attendees and she said, oh, I said to her, what was your favourite talk today? And she said, oh, the one by that guy. And it was the one that I was kind of going, eh. And she was going on about what it had meant to her and how excited she was by it. So um, I guess I'm I'm constantly surprised that there is, you know, even when I think um, that talk was kind of okay but it wasn't quite what I wanted or expected or whatever, there's always someone who takes something, you know, potentially life-changing from it. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm just constantly surprised by, I guess, how, open people are to ideas, how hungry they are. Mm, the, mm. You, I, sometimes I think, oh, how many of these can we do? You know, how many of these <laughs> events can we run before people get sick of them? And they're just, it just doesn't seem to be um, slowing down. In, in fact, it's kind of going the opposite way. You know, there's more demand. There's more, I, I think hunger is the right, right word. And I just... Yeah, people just keep surprising me with um, with what they take from our events and from uh, from the ideas, how they use them and apply them in their own lives. Yeah. As an organizer myself, I when asking that question, I make sure I keep my own thoughts to myself for exactly what happened to you, right? Because yeah. there are some that I felt were just they just didn't bring it in my opinion, and yet yeah. we'll we'll get the survey back and they say that was the best talk and every talk finds its audience right The And the audience finds them. And the other piece about that is that they live 
I mean, the real life is beyond the day of, right? Once they go on YouTube and they go out and find an audience of tens of thousands of people and you're like, how did that happen? Right. And then, and then yeah. you get really excited. I love that. So, um, so the opposite side of that are, you know, the challenges that we have as organizers. Mm-hmm. And I think of them as, um, I like dragons. Uh, I got to work on the Lord of the Rings in Wellington and, uh, my, other career. And so I think of dragons, right? So is there a dragon that you have to kind of constantly be paying attention to or one that maybe you've effectively slain? Yeah, I think um, it, it comes back to what I was talking about before. You know, my my personal dragon is just wanting to say yes to everything. And, oh. and, and, when I, when I feel like I can't say yes to something and I feel like, oh, I'm really letting that person down or whatever, you know, I can, I can get stuck in a cycle of, you know, beating myself up because, oh, well, you know, you should be able to do all of it. Um, but also I know if I'm doing, if I say yes to everything, then I'm not necessarily doing anything particularly well. So it's, it's learning to say no and learning to prioritise and hoping that I'm picking the right things to say, to say yes to. Um, I guess with that in mind, one of the things I, I constantly worry about and, and it's like the, uh, yeah, you know, maybe it's the dragon or maybe it's like the little red sort of Satan sitting on my shoulder <laughs> is, the, is the fear of, you know, missing something really important. Um, you know, getting getting, you know, missing something in the detail. So I'm I'm a very big picture person. I'm not necessarily good with the finer details. So uh, one of the things I do is make sure that I have a team that's keeping me honest. Yeah. And you know, asking me the questions. You know, should we be doing this? Is this really what we're what we're about uh, yeah it would be cool and, and interesting and fun but is it in line with who we are and who we want to be uh and then using the tools so so making sure that we use our tools that we um use things like you know we use Basecamp, and i live or die in Basecamp. sure um and making sure that we're using those tools properly so that we don't miss the details because i just i have this, this sort of recurring nightmare of well, not a literal nightmare, but you know, I the worst thing that could happen to me is you know, someone turns up on a, on a day, you know, yeah, I'm here to give my talk. Are you? Who really? are you? Oh, where, where are you? Because you're not in the program. <laughs> Some something like that happening because I've I've missed a really important detail, and um, yeah, that's that's what I worry about the most. I learned something talking to Hanu, who is um, runs a TEDx outside of Helsinki. Have you met him? I have. I, I love Hanu so much. I can't even tell you. He's oh my like gosh! One of my favorite people on earth. He's yeah. my new best friend, and yeah, <laughs> he he taught me, and and we we've shared this in one of the his episode about what he calls the pre mortem, and I know what a post mortem is, but I didn't know what a pre mortem was. And listener, go back and and pick up that episode. Um, but the pre mortem is about three months, four months before their event. As a team, they come together to say, what's the worst thing that could happen? What are all the things yep. that could break? And yep. I 
I, I'm a, a big, I'm a martial artist. So I think I visualize success. I always visualize success. I never yeah. visualize failure. And here he's saying, no, do that. And then you can plan for it. So, um, yeah. that, that was just such a great tip. If you were giving a tip to, um, a first time organizer, let's start there. And, and what would you, you know, it's like, what's that one thing you would tell them? Um, I would say be clear in your intention. What does that mean? So before you start, have a really good understanding yourself of what what is the character of, of your event? What is it that you want your event to become? That that year or mm. over a, a period of years? I mean, um, as you're building a brand. Mm. I, well, I think you probably need to have both. You need to have um, a sense of, you know, where, where do we want to be long term and then where do we want to be this year mm. or where do we want to be at the end of this event. Um, and, and I think everything else flows flows from that right um so let me ask you where, where do you I want to be in where do you yeah. see where do you see your event in five years i, I know where i want to see us okay um, well okay it's, our, yeah you're the our queen right now is, you get to do whatever you want yeah i am i am the queen of tedx canberra you are Bow down before me immortals um <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I, I yeah. Our vision is that we are absolutely beloved as an event by mm. our community. That we are an essential fixture in the local cultural calendar. People cannot imagine a year going by without TEDx Canberra. That's that's where we want to get. Um, and I think if you think about any of the events that happen in your town that are such a big part of, of the, the local scene that if they were not to happen for some reason, there would be, you know, an outcry. It would be, no, no, we must, we must save this, this event. Um, we have to have this event because it brings so much to our, right. to our community. That's our, that's our big, you know, audacious goal for ourselves, I guess. I, I, that is, that's, it's, it's interesting how aligned that is with what we think about. We, um, we think about becoming a test, a destination TEDx so mm. that people will come here. Uh, we're on a Saturday, come out on Friday. Um, enjoy this beautiful community, have the event on Saturday, come to the after party, meet a bunch of people, and then um, have Sunday and then go home. And I'm actually setting aside 20% of my tickets for people from out of town. So just so wow. we can do that so that we're, you know, mm -hmm. I, because I think the, the ideas we get from other people who have come here specifically for TEDx is going to mm. um, just enrich the experience. So I, I, you will totally get there. It's that's, um, and yeah. you know who will help you with that? Just a little clue. Um, go to your convention and visitor bureau and talk to them. We went and partnered with them because they're the ones who are out talking to the world about bringing people to your town. 
And mm. they're great partners to have because they, their job is to bring tourists and, and businesses and things to your community. And this is, they're great yeah. with just ideas and things. Um, what, what are you for, for this year, what are you most looking forward to in your, in your event? So our, our approach this year is to create um, a, a kind of coherent whole of event attendee experience and we, we really want to nail that from, from their first kind of interaction with us, which will probably happen online, which is the point at which they decide, I want to go to that. Mm, and... Right. From, from the moment they've made that decision to, you know, the moment I guess they're, they're filling in their end of their survey that Ted sends right. at the end, um, I, I want them to feel as if they are, they are part of something. They're not just going to a thing that they're actually, that they're part of it and that they're, their involvement is as essential to the success of the event as as any other factor. Um, now, of course, none of that is going to happen by accident. That's so right. So that that I guess is where a lot of our effort and a lot of our thinking is is happening now. Is how do we create that seamless experience, and how do we create the sense that you know on show day that they arrive and um, if you've if you've interviewed Kyla Colbin from uh, from Christchurch, you might have heard her talk about this. The the sensation that um, they arrive and we wrap our arms around them, mm. and then we just hold them in mm. in this you know warm embrace until mm. they leave, mm. and and we let them go at the end of the day, and they walk away, and they're kind of. Oh, what just happened sure. to what me? Just <laughs> but I feel like I can go and do anything, and yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's what we're really striving for this year. And um, I think if we if we make that happen, um, that that will just be the best thing. I, I have this sneaking mm. suspicion that you're going to make that happen um, because a you're not doing it by yourself. You've got a crew of twelve. You've got people who are there to help and. Uh, if yeah. it's if it's like every other TEDx that I've talked to, people are so willing to help to just just ask them, you know, and yeah. putting together a, a crew that is just thinking about the user experience like they did in Wellington. Um, Hannah is that that's her job is just user experience. Just mm -hmm. what what's that mm -hmm. feel like? You know what they um they did was they had a talk that was um, about funerals. I don't know specific other than the word funeral. Mm. And when they came out of that, they had uh, figured it out to have kittens, a petting area with kittens. So you came out with this kind of dark, heavy thing and there's all these kitties to pet. And they just kind of did, yes. did this emotional switcheroo on you, which I just, yes. who thinks That's of that beautiful. stuff besides Tedsters? I, I love it. Yes. If if I was able to um, put you on a magic carpet and send you to any TEDx on the planet or off the planet, as one guy answered the question, um, where would you like to go? 
Oh, I mean, aside from all of them, um, I think I'd have to say, I'd have to go back to Hanu and I'd have to say um, TEDx Otanimi, which is is his event in Finland. Um, I just, there is something about his energy, there is something about his approach and, you know, I follow them on Facebook and Mm. I see all the things that they post and I just... Man, I'll, I want to go to that one. I want right. to. I want to go hang out with them. They just seem like an amazing bunch of people. So, well, I will send yeah. him a note and um, make sure that he saves a seat for you. And uh, oh, he would. Wouldn't that be fantastic? I mean, that's yeah. that's. Uh, I'm. You know, we can dream, right? Uh, right. Right. So as as you know, because now you're you know you're in charge of the budget and you're in charge of you know making sure everything happens. I know your eyes just got like huge, <laughs> listener. You should see her face right now. Uh, so one of the things we do is uh, trying to you know at twelve hundred people, you know your venue costs, your food costs, your AV costs, your all of the things you have to do. I mean, there, it, there's it's a business as well, right? Even though we're not yep. getting paid, it is business. Um, I yeah. like to find it's called hacking the red circle because we all have to be extremely clever about how we yeah. use the funds. So what is your best hack in 10 words or less? Oh, I think I can give it to you in four. Oh, lovely. shamelessly. Yeah. Shamelessly asking for things. <laughs> Just, um, I think that's probably the 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 thing that I've learned the most as an organizer, and it was probably the thing that I struggled with the most at the beginning. Why was that? Asking anybody for anything. I'm just, I'm naturally a very shy person, so I used to find it, and still do to an extent, but I used to find it. Uh, extraordinarily difficult to go into a room full of strangers and mm. just talk to talk to somebody. Uh, you know, networking yeah. events. And, and, and yet you're well, running a to... TEDx. How do you do that? I know, that? right? <laughs> I know. How does that even happen? Because, <laughs> you know, to me, like going to a networking event where I don't know anybody um, is like one of Dante's, you know, circles of hell. And um, and I used to be, like, seriously gripped by anxiety before going to one of these things, almost to the point that I would, you know, sometimes I just wouldn't go because I couldn't face it. Right. So, but having a mission, right, having a thing that I'm mm-hmm. trying to achieve mm-hmm. and something that I can really grab onto and, and go, well, no, it's not about me. I'm doing this for the event or I'm doing this mm. for my speakers or I'm doing this for my crew or I'm doing this for my whoever, ah, right, I can go up to anybody now and go, so, hey, would you like to partner with us? Would you like to give us $10,000 worth of such and such for nothing because we're really awesome? And I'm amazed at the people who go, yeah, we'll we'd totally love to. do that. We would love to. Yeah, we'd love to be part of that. Um, so I think just, um, yeah, not being afraid or no, the hack part is being really clear about your value proposition. Um, so, you know, when, when you're approaching a partner, whoever it is, 
um, you know, possibly once upon a time, it was enough to say, oh, yeah, we're a TEDx event. And people would go, oh, cool, TED, TEDx, yeah, yeah, mm. whatever, here, have some money or have some stuff <laughs> or have a thing. Or here, There's we'll many organizers who are listening to this right now shaking their head and they said, it's not like that in my town. It, it Well, you know, it might have been like that once upon a time. Um, it certainly isn't like that anymore. Um, and that's been that's been our experience. You know, we've mm. been around for this is our eighth year as mm. a as an event. Um, so you know, initially there was I think there was a kind of gloss of you know the new and a kind of shiny ooh Ted cool. So it was easier to attract partnership than it is now. So having a really clear sense of um, why somebody should partner with you and what it is that you can do for them and what it is that you can offer them as a as a benefit or as an organization um, and being and just not being afraid to be clear about why it would be a benefit to them um, it just makes it much much easier and they make it, they make much more rewarding and, and you know meaningful conversations with potential partners. So my next question then is going to be around the partner offering the documents, the the PDF, the brochure, whatever it is that you have for them. Yeah. Is that pretty laid out? Yep. Yeah. So we um, have we've always had a, a, a partner guide that was very. Um, Yeah, we. I mean, we've always had a partner guide. We revamped it uh, last year and made it more about what's the, what are the benefits and what right. what is the offering. So, um, I think, yeah. Would I would love it if you would uh, include a link to that to me? I'll put it in the yeah. show notes because I'm sure. Like one of the great things about TEDx is we all share and we all learn from one another and. I think that the the way you just put all of that in your hack, I think it would be good to then read what that looks like, how you do present it. And so I'm sure that many of the organizers are going to want to take a look at that. Yeah, for sure. And to be honest, uh, we just did it in Canva and, you know, it was pretty kind of rough and ready. I think there are probably things that we would change about it now, but um, certainly for, for what we've managed to um, produce, Canva is one of the best things you can get get into as an organiser. If you don't have somebody on your team, and we don't, um, if you don't have someone on your team who is really gifted with uh, document design and layout and, um, you know, has all the right software and all of that, Canva is an absolute godsend. How do you spell that? Um, C-A-N-V-A. I've not, that's new and for they, me. Oh, you, oh, I can't tell you how much I love Canva. It's amazing. I, well, now see, I learned, I, I learned more than one thing, but I, I learned that as well. Is there anything else that you would like to, to tell the, you know, the, all of our listeners? Um, just if, if, if you are a person who is, I guess, kind of teetering on the edge of, oh, gee, I'd, I'd love to get involved in organising a TEDx or I, I really want to help out my local event but I'm not really sure what I could offer, just do it. Just 
get involved. It, you will not regret it. And it's it, it has honestly been, it's been absolutely life-changing for me in many, mm. many ways. Mm. And, and I'm not overstating that. It has been life-changing. Um, and it also is um, the rewards are are so many. You know, yeah, sure, there are tough times and there are, you know, there are challenges and there are moments when I think, oh, what am I doing this for? <laughs> um, but but the rewards far far outweigh the, any of the of the detractions. And um, yeah, you just it's just the best thing I get to do all year. Ingrid, thank you so much for spending the time with us and sharing. Give us uh, an insight into uh, your TEDx, and you've got a great spirit. I just love it. You're you must be super fun to work with, and uh, uh, hopefully, we will see each other at a, a fest or a summit or a some something uh, one of these days. I hope. Are you going to be at Global this year? Uh, we're not going to be at Global, but we'll be at TED Fest in three weeks. Yeah, no, I'm not not making it to fest this this time, but uh, I'll be at global. So, there oh well, go. maybe we can do another one of these. Uh, there you go. Chats. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much. No worries. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hacking the Red Circle. Have an idea for a guest for the show, or would you like to tell us your TEDx story? Just drop me a note in an email to Mark at hackingtheredcircle.com. Please be sure to rate, write, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Makes a huge difference. And share the show with your team as we seek to grow our audience around the world. Until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for Hacking the Red Circle.